0: Hey, everyone, this is Dad the GM welcoming you to What the Dice. You asked for more, so I'm giving you more. This week's episode is episode 64. That's right, 64 episodes in, and we have just barely scratched the surface of this strange and mysterious puzzle that is Terra Nova and the Bone Gods. That's right, we have been going at it for quite a while, and our heroes are just scratching the surface and finding out all these strange little things that are going on so if you want to know more of what's going on with what the dice you should head over to twitter and follow us at what the dice pod you're going to see all sorts of really cool updates from us as well as if you follow us we follow you because we care about what's important to you and we want to know what's on your mind so other than that i got nothing That means I'm going to get on with this week's episode. So grab your coffee, your tea, your water, your energy drink, or whatever else you wish to drink. Grab some popcorn, sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 64 of What The Dice. We walk up to the campsite that we have walked up to many a time. Greeting us is the warmth of a fire that has been freshly lit. On skewers leaning above the flames, a few small fishes. The storyteller looks up at us with a slight surprise. Covering his mouth, he swallows something. Excuse me, my friend. Excuse me, you—you've caught me a meal. Well. I have some fish cooking for you, and, as always, I have a tale. Well, we will have a continuation of a tale. So, last time you were here, I spoke to you of agents sneaking their way up into the priestess's home. And over the course of a night, they filled her in on all sorts of strangeness. Things of the bone god the strange book that the carries, and all the secrets that the Paladins and her beloved scholars have been hiding from her. She seems to have taken a quite amused look at such a thing and has agreed to play the fool for some time, letting the scholar and the Paladins go about their way, doing what they feel is necessary to protect the Holy City's residents as well as all that serve under the gods. Well, my friends, there's more to this tale. As the agents must now deal with a small matter. that family friend. Well, my friend, sit back and hear me tale. In the last episode, you guys had a meeting with... The priestess that lasted all night, and then you were teleported back home using a scroll.
1: And then I complained.
0: Yep. Yes. Which? How is it any different than any mo- other morning with these agents in their home? Yeah, that's, yeah, it's true. The sun has started to rise, and the sounds of the city is heard. Your steward is knocking. Oh, you wouldn't know. There's a knock at your door.
2: I believe it's a steward. How about we open that?
0: I hate you. I'll get the door, guys. As you open the door, you see the steward standing there. In her hands, a satchel of supplies, as well as the money for your weekly allowances. Yay. Morning. She gives you a bow, she also hands you a scroll. I have taken it upon myself to ask around and find about, find out of any rumors that you guys might find useful. Um, different merchants have decided to put things on sale as well as several of our stables are running discounts on renting horses and purchasing horses and stuff like that.
2: No, that's good to know.
1: Don't we have horses that were given to us by the Holy City?
2: I thought so
0: too. That you they were rented to you.
1: Oh. Oh rented. They were not permanently gifted to us.
0: Correct. (laughs) Horses are expensive. She asks you if you guys need anything else from her. Clyde might need a hug. Um
2: I mean hugs are nice, but that doesn't mean I absolutely need one.
0: Kalilah, can I get a perception check?
1: Okay. Sixteen.
0: You notice something is tucked underneath one of the folds in her robe as she bows.
1: What's tucked in her robe?
0: You don't know. You can't see it. You just noticed like, the edge of something.
1: Oh. I mean, unless I, like, readily recognize it as something dangerous and or threatening, I'm not... I'll just kind of eyeball it. Can I take a second glance at it? Go ahead. Dirty 20?
0: It looks like a rose that you've seen somewhere before.
1: Would I recognize its scent? Keep in mind, we see a lot of roses, considering the Bone God.
0: Yeah, possibly. I'm gonna look at her shoes. Uh, perception check then. 24. The rose is the same color rose as you see throughout the Holy City. Right. And she wears, as you've seen before, sandals.
1: Uh, Kalila will just slyly go, nice rose.
0: She just stares at you for a moment and just gives you a polite nod, and thank you.
1: She'll just tap her nose like the whole, I can smell it. Because she's a cat, it's an easy excuse.
0: She nods as she asks if you guys need anything else from her, and if she may go about her day.
3: Yeah, I have something for you. Yes. Uh, Could you t- find out for me what the word on the street is on the short bolt family gun company if there's been any shakeups or problems with it.
0: I will ask around to all of our merchants and I should have some form of answer for you this afternoon. Oh, thank you. She gives you a nod. After a moment of two, if no one has anything else, she gives you a polite bow goodbye and walks off.
1: She's listening to her footsteps. Perception. Tw- 25.
0: They are light on the gravel as she walks off.
1: So do they sound the same? Similar. Okay, I'm just going to make a note.
0: Hey, Kalilah. Yes? What's up with all the
3: flower talk, and why are you staring at her feet?
1: Once she's out of earshot, shut the door. Uh, It'll be, oh, while we were sneaking into the uh, priestess's... Place. Right before I placed the ladder For us to all climb up I could hear Sir Reginald quietly talking to somebody And as they walked away I could hear his Very notably loud clanking footsteps And somebody else's hoop was soft And that rose Reminded me of the rose that was just Outside of the window So I was you, trying to determine If it was the same footsteps
3: Do you what, think that she's got the hots For Mr. Hair? doesn't move no matter what hits it?
1: Or he has the hots for her!
3: Or he's an evil-doing paladin- person disguised as a paladin and must be gotten rid of? Hmm.
1: There's a name for that, uh, I think they're called Dark Paladins?
2: Fallen Paladins?
3: Aha! So you're saying he's a fallen paladin then? Possibility.
1: Now, if he falls over, will his hair move?
3: I mean, we hit him with that scroll of Storm and his hair didn't move.
1: That is true
3: try gunpowder next time.
1: I feel like this is some kind of a joke of if a tree falls in the woods, if, like, his hair moves out of place in the woods, will anybody know it? Probably not. Well, I don't know about you. We've been up all night. I'm gonna go take a cat nap.
3: I'm going to go to try to devise a way that we can let the princess know what we're doing or the the priestess know what we're doing.
1: Find some magic shops and see what's available?
3: Um, I don't know anything about magic. I was trying to try to find a, a mechanical way to do it.
1: Well, I was actually thinking I could probably go find a bird and befriend it and, like, talk to her via pigeon.
3: But wouldn't people notice, like, a pigeon flying to there and to our place constantly?
1: She's also a holy priestess. Animals might just like her. It could be like a hawk and it's just a friendly pet. I I don't know.
2: I mean, a, a pigeon going in and out, someone would really have to be paying attention. They
3: do have sharpshooters. That's their job.
1: Yeah. Since she keep, they keep her locked up in the room, what big surprise would it be if she befriended a random crow that she just happens to be nice with and gave seeds to? There's some pretty liable excuses.
0: I'm going to go
3: work on something mechanical.
1: We can always look into magical things, too.
0: So we will start with, since Defibulus seems to have a plan of action for the day, we will start with what you want to do. Mm,
3: until everyone's ready to travel and whatnot. He the figures is just going to go to his work desk and start trying to brainstorm ideas on something that he could give, we could give the priestess that wouldn't be noticed that she can communicate it with us and we can communicate with her securely. Okay.
0: Let's start with a engineering check then. Or an engineering role. Knowledge or profession? Since you're working on paper, knowledge. Twenty-two. So you've come up with a couple different concepts that might be feasible, but you do not have the supplies you would need to make it. Brass bolt. Clyde, what would you like to do?
2: Well, uh, rest is a good idea. Um, um, I am going to do some communing with, uh, my goddess. Um, And thank her for the armor and everything. And I think I'm going to try and find a high-end magical uh, mage that does permanency, possibly, on some spells.
0: Okay. So you're going to want to roll, since you're having to... You can't do it yourself. You need to find a mage to do it, correct?
2: Correct. It has to be a a higher-level mage to do it.
0: Uh, let's... Because the
2: the spell that I would be doing, I don't have. It has to be somebody
1: that has a spell. What spell are you going for?
2: I think I might do uh, permanency comprehend language.
1: Oh, so you can always read everything. Or hear, understand everything.
2: Understand all languages completely.
1: That would be nice.
0: All right, give me one sec. Let me. Do you know what the normal going price for casting permanency would be?
2: Uh it spend it depends on the spell. That one I think is two grand or twenty five hundred
0: Are you putting it on an item?
2: No, it would be put on the-, the spell would be put on me.
0: Okay. Uh well if that's the case, I'm going to need you to roll so you have to find somebody. So let's start with a perception check.
2: Uh maybe I'll have to wait another month to find it. I understand. Why? (laughs) Uh, Perception, I got a 4.
0: Okay. Yeah, you walk around town, and all the magic shops you go to are closed. Alright. Or boarded up.
2: I'm going to communication device our,
0: uh... House steward?
2: Yes. And just, on, like, oh, if you know of a place I can go for this, but say, you know, hello. I know you had just asked us if um, we need anything, something did come up that I was not thinking of at the time, and that would be a mage that would be casting permanency.
0: You hear a long silence on the, com- the stone. Before you hear her response, she goes, Well, I know a couple that have left. I can see if I can't reach out to them and see if I can't call in a favor or two to have them cast it for you.
2: Thank you, but Please don't go out of your your way to call in favors. Sometimes favors are needed in much more dire times.
0: Well, then I will find out how much it would cost for them to return. I'll see what I can do for you. Thank you. Kalila, how long is your nap of catness going to be?
1: Yeah, Probably until the afternoon.
0: Okay. It is a warm day in the afternoon. The smell of the salt air is strong. Same with the smell of fresh fish being brought to market. You can see in front of your home, several merchants have been making their way through with fresh produce, fresh fish, stuff like that. Um, you have seen Ishil out there bartering with them, getting meats and fish that are not something that are readily available for him. All right. So stuff that he wouldn't normally be able to get at Narrowcloud, stuff that he has probably started to enjoy. Like maybe he eats more sea bass now instead of like elk
1: or river trout.
0: Or river trout. Yeah. You do get a letter with Fala's name saying that she did do some digging on the the, the gunsmith. That there was something that happened that no one knows exactly what, and that all of the merchants that have been trying to get in at the holy city have backed out and dropped their plea to join.
1: Hey, Defibulous. What? Got a letter for you. All right, I'll be down a moment.
0: One moment later. What's up?
1: Uh, you're making waves. She'll hand him the, the letter going, none of your uh, gunslinging merchants have made their way in apparently.
3: Well, that's good. I need—I mean, they were already in the Undercity. Or... Yeah, I
1: was actually tempted to go down there and scope it out and see if they still are down there. Considering the last time we talked to anybody about it, they're like, we don't know what you're talking about.
3: I mean, news that he's gone, I imagine would go through the company pretty quickly, I would assume.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm still tempted to go down underneath and scope it out. See if that shop is still there.
0: Well, in the letter, it does say that any merchants that were in the city have left.
1: Yes, the they one... didn't even acknowledge those merchants down in the undercity. They were only okay. counting everybody on the upper city. Because when we mentioned it to Sir Reginald, he was all like, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Well, that was Sir Reginald, and this is someone different.
1: There. <laughs> she, she has not failed us yet. Yet.
0: I'll go with you if you go down there.
1: Was there anything we needed to buy while we were down there? Maybe we could find some more of your- the magical stuff down underneath instead of above.
3: Mm, highly possible.
1: If not, I was thinking that we could possibly start working with, a uh, Hugin and getting him used to wearing a saddle.
3: And then we can have spider cavalry?
1: <laughs> well, you're small enough to ride him. I'm still a little bit too big.
3: Is he gonna get bigger
1: than this? As I look to the gods. Is Hugin going to get bigger than this?
0: The gods do not answer, because the god doesn't know.
1: I have no idea. But he is in the category of giant now, and I don't know if I've seen No,
0: he's in the category of medium.
1: Oh, so he's not large yet. He might get bigger, if I keep feeding him properly.
3: He's not going to suddenly decide I'm something to eat, is he?
1: No, he doesn't like human.
3: I'm not human, though
1: humanoids. Oh, that He's, works. He still eats smaller critters. He has a fondness for rabbit.
3: Yeah, I, I, okay, I'll just make sure that if we ever do a costume party, not to dress up as a rabbit.
1: Correct. Good point.
0: I don't know. The fibulist might look good in the uh, one-piece bikini with uh,
1: his bare feet.
0: Bare feet and bunny ears. Alright, you can stop
3: fantasizing about my character now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yep. but if
0: once he goes gnome, he'll never go back.
2: Oh, God. It became really awkward really fast.
0: So, we are going to go ahead and say you guys did go underground or to the Undercity and the what was once the short bolt, bolt family store has been closed and replaced with a crossbow shop.
1: That's nice.
0: As well as you see a few signs around that says that if you find any of the merchants that work for the Short Bolt family to contact the Merchant's Guild so that they can be removed from the city with haste. Ouch.
1: Ow. Ooh. Yeah.
3: And while we're down here, uh, Defibulus will see if he can find any of the parts he needs to potentially make one of his devices.
0: Roll your perception.
2: And don't forget about repairing the other one.
0: Repairing
3: which one?
2: Uh, the ask, Axe Musket.
3: No, I already repaired that. I repaired that last game. I'm supposed to be training you with it because it's too heavy for me to
2: use. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. And
3: as for my roll, 31.
0: You do find a couple springs that could be re- cleaned up and repaired that you would need to start making the device. And it looks like they are just a couple, couple gold pieces for it. I will happily buy those pieces. Okay. It looks like what had happened was when the short bolt family store was closed down, that all of their parts suddenly got raided by different... People, and now there are these miscellaneous screws and springs just randomly being sold. He probably cheaped
3: out on those too, but these will work for now. He'll turn to Kalaya. You know what I can do with this spring? What? I could rule the world with this spring.
1: Then why don't we get it? I already bought it. Oh, okay. I'm not really,
2: you know, the ruling world player. That's all right. Wait a minute.
1: I didn't
3: even know you followed us. Boom. are you practicing to be a ninja
2: armored ninja
1: alright what new uh, sneak device did you get
2: <laughs> do you see Hugan anywhere around look for my spider exactly
3: oh he's gonna like web you to your bed to where you're stuck there
0: and that is a once per day item oh is it mm mm-hmm. mhm I believe it is.
1: Well, we used it last night, so technically it recharges at dawn, or is it a 24-hour use and we have to pay attention gone. to the time of day? Nope, Aha! Gone. That means he could have used it. Okay. Aha! But, but did you?
2: No, I didn't. That would be
1: kind of rude. <laughs> Not rude, just, Boop, where'd my spider go? <laughs> so I wanted to know if there was any magical shops in the dark underbelly of the city.
0: Perception. I
2: mean, I have a dark underbelly. Jeez, I'm gonna bring it up.
1: Do you, Klein? Do you have a dark underbelly?
2: We don't speak about the dark underbelly anymore.
1: (laughs) Okay, my perception was a... Hold on. 22.
0: You do find a magic shop. The only thing it is selling is new torches of ever-burning. And they are all five grand each
1: that is a little on the ridiculous side. All right. Well, while we are walking around and looking for this said shop and being thoroughly disappointed, Kalilah, after Defibulus is all nice and happy that he has this spring to rule the world with. We're like, "Defibulus. Mm. When did we want to set out to uh your friend?
3: Defibulus kind of goes, I don't think it's, "Um, anytime people are willing and willing to."
1: Well, we can either get on this Murdoch and go flying across somewhere, wherever the Rat Scholar is sending us to, or we can go handle a couple of personal things like visiting your friend before we leave.
3: I'd kind of like to know he's okay first.
1: That's what I was figuring. And also maybe he has some better ears as to what's going on in your family.
3: Are you kidding? He runs a tavern. He probably has ears on everything if he's around still.
1: You said he's what? Three or four days away?
3: There,
0: there thereabout. By horseback.
1: By horseback, okay. So we're gonna... Why don't we go looking for, like, some horses or a carriage or something? Some kind of means of transportation, unless you want to walk the entire way.
3: The rat's collar may come after us with a fish if we walk that far.
1: We have a broom. We do have a broom, but I don't know if we're all gonna fit on it.
2: Carriage on a broom.
0: So you hook up the carriage to the broom, and one person rides the broom and drags the carriage?
1: Apparently that broom can carry 400 pounds. We could all ride on the broom, but it is a regular walking speed, so it doesn't go, damn! That thing can carry some weight, but it can't fly fast? Put some jet engines on that.
3: Yeah, Fabius will try.
1: Put some, like, something to make this go faster. Mechanically engineers the... Okay, somebody needs a level in artificer. Mechanically engineering magic.
0: There are no artificers... Uh, In the books. That's uh, D&D 5th Ed, I believe.
1: Alright, so shall we go back up to the uh, shiny side of the world and go look for, I don't know, some horses or something?
0: Probably. So in the main city, poking around for some time, you end up finding a stable ran by a young forest elf. He has several carriages for sale, as well as several horses for sale.
1: Clyde's going to stop and look at the horses, look at the carriage, look at the Defibulous, and then go, We should probably get Clyde. Probably so. Or we could just buy something and show back up and tell him what we did.
3: Yeah, we just had to make sure he doesn't hug the horse or rope it. And Do we want horses or a carriage?
1: I was about to ask you the same thing. It would be kind of nice to have a carriage, but that means we're all stuck in the same thing. And sometimes it's nice to divide and conquer.
3: Not only that, is if the axle breaks on the wagon, we have to fix it or it doesn't go anywhere.
1: Yeah, but if somebody kills your horse, we're down a horse. But then we at least have two and you and I could easily fit on the same horse, probably.
3: Or I make uh, Clyde feel bad and he walks while I ride his horse.
1: You could guilt trip the paladin, yes.
3: Or I just tell him, I'll let him give me a hug.
1: That might work, too.
2: I really want to chime in, but I know I really can't, so.
1: <laughs> Should we go get Clyde?
0: There is yeah. also a, uh, you see a couple carts as well, so if you want to go with something smaller, there's that option.
1: was going to look down and go, all right, Hugan, you want to go find Clyde for me? Bring him back here?
0: He wiggles his front legs and skimmies off. Skitty, skitty. A few moments later, Clyde, you feel something tap you.
1: A familiar fi- spider foot. Tap, tap.
0: Hello, little one. Medium one. He wiggles his butt at you and then starts to walk off towards the city.
2: I am guessing wiggling butt means follow me. Does now.
0: Okay. A few moments later, Clyde, you arrive, and you see Kalila and Defibulus at a stable looking at different carriages, carts, and different types of horses.
1: Ah, nice. Ah, there you are. Let's put some
2: knowledge into this and see which carriage or horses would be uh, beneficial for us.
1: Yeah, we were kind of debating. I think we're leaning more towards horses
2: i think that would be better for us to do than a carriage
1: yeah but then we have the problem of actually having horses and if we need to hide i wonder if the tent spike would hide the horses or do we need to get the horses in the tent
0: you would have to get the horses in the tent
1: would extending the tent work like just tossing a blanket over them count
0: no because it it's an illusion spell that's 10 or whatever size by whatever size
1: yes yeah so if we cram the horses in a 10 by 10 and then toss some blankets on him.
3: I want to watch you try to cram a horse in a tent.
1: It would be more you put the tent around the horse, but right.
2: Yeah, I don't see a problem with this. As long as, like, they are horses that you, you know, talk to and control and everything, they'll be fine in a tent.
3: Or we get, instead of four horses, we get two horses in a wagon.
1: But do we need a wagon?
3: I mean, those of us can, like, lounge out in the back of it, camp in it, cook shoot stuff from it that's how i mean look what happened last wagon we had shot those guys in the forest that were trying to sneak up on us
1: yeah i don't remember having a wagon
3: or was that before i met you guys i don't remember
1: the only time i've seen a wagon there was a cannon in it
3: that might have be f- before i got to narrow cloud
1: i think yeah yeah since <laughs> i break the gm <laughs>
0: If only you wouldn't have set it on fire.
1: And cast lightning down upon it? <laughs> Apparently my cat's a pyromaniac. But, so you agree to horses, Clyde. Yeah?
2: Yes, I would say the horses, I feel, are better than a carriage or a cart.
1: Well, you feel defibulous.
3: I mean, I'm down for horses or a wagon.
1: Well... I don't think we have that many many things to carry as far as to justify a wagon. And it's a lot harder to hide. Horses can handle rougher terrain than a wagon. I say horses.
2: So we're going to build horses.
3: One of these days I'll build a mechanical horse.
1: That would take a lot of bolts.
3: Bolts, gyros, springs, you name
2: it. And they would have to be brass, not steel, because steel rusts? Mm.
1: No, brass bolts are bad. Steel bolts are good because they're strong, unless they rust. And rusted brass bolts are the worst. Apparently I need to wash my mouth when I say that.
2: Oh, oh my.
0: You do. So after talking to the stable hand, you've gotten it to where you find out that horses, light horses, so a standard size horse are going to be 75 gold pieces each. What
1: would you say about white or... Light. Light. Okay, I was like, what is...
2: But I can't do a light.
1: Oh, why?
0: Uh, so, because he's heavy armor.
1: Oh,
2: I don't have every heavy, heavy armor anymore.
1: Yeah, he's not in plate anymore. He's wearing mithril. I forgot. He has a shield.
0: Why can't you use a light horse?
2: Because I have uh, more equipment than... Of everybody uh, else. So you
0: have to buy a heavy horse heavy horses are uh, 200 gold pieces
1: It's not like we can't afford them
2: yeah I have the shield I have the long sword I have the bow I have my armor I, I think I have a little bit
1: extra stuff I mean other than a shield you really don't have that much more than anybody else you're just a little taller
2: I'm going to say I'm also larger than everybody else
1: I'm medium barely
2: yeah, aren't you both medium barely?
0: No, the Col- fibulus is small, barely, because he's a- almost at that medium marker. Kalila is medium, sorta, because she's almost in that small category. they are only a the couple. The
1: cutoff is like four foot eight, so Defibulus is like four seven, and I'm like five foot, so I'm like five inches taller than him.
2: Yeah, so I'm much taller than both of you.
1: That's fine. He can get a heavy horse and we'll get light horses. That That's right. not a big deal.
0: So you would be spending 350 gold pieces.
1: Okay.
2: Alright, I'm gonna subtract that from the group loot.
1: Yes, please. How much do we have in our group loot after spending all that money we did at Maxi's?
2: Uh, we still have 25,145. Wow, we spent a lot. Yeah, we did. Okay, um, so I I'm sorry. How much for the Three hundred fifty, you said. Yep.
1: And then buy some supplies so that way we can you know feed them on the road. That that would be nice too. That's part of the
0: fee that oh, okay. I I mark stuff like that as pretty much like lifestyle. Oh, here's a question: Where are we gonna put the horses when we're done with them? Here's...
1: They're ours to own. I mean, we could either sell them, we put them in a stable.
0: So now that you have your three horses, what is your plan?
1: So, Clyde. Yes. I know we briefly mentioned it, but I was talking to the while we were scoping out and shopping for this magical spring of his. We were thinking about stopping You're back. A magical in... spring? It's not really magical, but he said he can rule the world with it. So I'm assuming it's hmm. something special. But we were thinking about stopping in and checking in on one of his friends now that a particular person is dead.
2: You mean his brother?
1: Yeah, I was trying to be more subtle about it while we we're talking out in the open, but yes.
2: Oh, okay. I mean, just saying his brother. I understand. Okay. I mean, I have no pressing manners that is not with the group, so I would be okay with that.
1: Well, just making sure that you didn't want to go questing on with uh, the Rat Scholars thing right away. We'd have to inform him that we need about a week to go settle with some stuff, because his place we're going is like, I don't know, three or four days away by horseback.
2: Okay, well, we only need, what, one piece left? And right now there's no pressing...
1: What do you mean by one piece?
2: Don't we only need the Reaper's sickle? No, we still
1: have There's five total. We've gotten two. We got the scepter. We got...
2: The skull. The skull. Oh, that's right. The crystal was not the crystal.
1: Yeah, the pearl was not the thing. (laughs) And neither was the fish sword. Red herring. Such a red herring. It was a red herring. Right now, we
2: don't have any absolute um, leads to follow up permanently with,
1: so yeah, i say it's okay. Alright. Why don't we get some good rest since we stayed up all night and I don't believe either of you took a nap and we head out in the morning.
2: I said I was going to get some rest.
1: Oh, I didn't hear that.
2: And pray to my goddess.
1: I did hear that part. Head out in the morning, then?
2: Sounds good with me.
0: Are you letting the scholar know now, or are you going to let him know in the morning?
1: I'm going to go and tell him now.
0: Okay. Defabulous will follow. Glad. Are you following, too?
2: Clyde will go shine his armor for tomorrow's adventures.
1: <laughs> As Kalilah likes the Rat Scholar, Clyde likes Sir Reginald.
2: Truth.
0: As you make your way into the Institute of Extraplanar Studies, this is the first time Defibulus has seen the new guards. They're Weapons are much more advanced than his. You see that they are multiple shots. You also see that they are of a sleek metal. I was
3: going to say, when we took the sword in, you introduced us to these guards.
0: No, they were still standard guards. They were muskets like what you carry. So their
1: weaponry has been upgraded since then, is what you were saying.
0: Yes. You also notice that their armor seems... Like it is made from metal, but it's almost like it is scale mail. But it is all black, and it almost seems to absorb light as it hits. Several of them give you salutes as you pass by. You you find the Rat Scholar in a circle of books that he is reading and writing notes on. Mm, So, Mr. Scholar, where do I get one of those guns? He looks back and he goes... Well, when we have more of them, we found a small stockade and we felt as we should have them for our internal guards to make sure that no one steals anything.
1: He sounds so different today.
0: He Mm -hmm. does. Hold on. Wrong voice. It has been a month.
1: Cranky, ratchety old man.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a second. That doesn't
1: talk to himself.
0: As you approach, you see him circled around in books as he as he's reading and making notes. Looking up at you, he goes, ah, well, welcome back, my uh, my favorite agents. So, as an agent, do I get a gun? Like one of those? Well, when we have more of them, we'll talk about it. Right now, those are all for the internal protections. We've, we've had a couple issues with some of the more aggressive creatures trying to get out.
1: That would be a no, looking in, at Defibulous. In fact,
0: He stands and walks you all to a large room that looks like it is just a merchant shop. You see several tables, a chest, and stuff like that. He goes, Because of you, we have found something very interesting. A couple of my scholars are now missing a few fingers as well. What happened? He... Did you catch him in a book or something? He shakes his head and he goes, Well, do you remember those coins you so graciously sold us?
1: I do. You offered to buy them. Oh,
0: yeah. Yes, and it is a good thing that we did. Why? They are in this room. He points at the uh, glass wall in front of you, and you see a table, a bookshelf, a chest, and a chair.
1: I see furniture.
0: Well, give us just a moment. It is practically feeding time. A few moments pass by and you notice a scholar open up a door and push a lamb inside. He shuts one door and oboe seems to poke something through, making the animal step in. It takes a moment or two before you start to see tongues start to snake out of different areas of these furniture before they start to rip the animal apart. They're mimics. What you found, my dear agents, were young and infantile mimics. Yeah, didn't I just say that? You're not there. You stayed to polish your armor. Oh, god
2: dang it, that's great. Oh, that was great. Sorry. Okay, I'll be right
0: back. Dang it.
1: Serves you right.
0: Well, that was um educational. Yes. It seems as one has not grown. It's the coin still in the corner. It seems to refuse to eat animal. He's the one that removed multiple fingers from a scholar.
1: So it has a taste for human.
0: Yes. I could get problematic feeding him. Yes, that is why they are staying in there, and they have been marked as unsafe.
1: Yeah, well, at least they're in your hands instead of ours.
0: And we have all of our fingers. That too. Yes, but... This also gives us a chance to study how mimics grow. This is not something that's normally seen in the wild. Normally, you just stumble across them and then they bite your hand off.
1: There was a uh, dead mimic in that temple that we had the red herring in.
3: Yeah, it was cleaved with a big axe where that was rusting.
1: Yeah, and a dead adventurer in front of it.
3: But it wasn't rusted when I saw it.
1: Yeah, well, you went on an acid trip.
3: It was fun.
1: And apparently filled with whale songs.
3: It
0: was. Then you guys ruined it.
1: I did not ruin it.
0: Uh-huh. Well, this does give us this great opportunity, and I do thank you for that. So, I'm pretty sure you didn't come down here just to talk and shoot the shoot the chat with uh, an old rat. What do you need? Hmm, shoot the tra- chat. I wonder if I could do that. Oh,
3: right. Um... We're going to... I need to go to sea and check on a friend of the family. So we're going to be gone for like a week before we take your airship. All right.
0: I will make sure that the... The, uh... Doc is informed of this.
1: Yeah, we figured you would want to know and have us, you know, not just show up and waste the tickets that you bought us.
0: Yes, they are quite expensive, and we can't just go spending money willy-nilly.
1: Yes, so we'll be back in about a week, tentatively...
0: Well, I wish you all the best of luck and don't die.
1: Yes, Clyde.
2: I I know I'm not there, but um, thinking of this logically, it will take us more than a week. If it takes us four days to get there, four days to get back.
1: Okay, ten days or less. Anywhere between six and ten days.
0: Well, then safe travels, and I will see you when you return. (laughs) We'll see if we can find you a souvenir. I'm still enjoying the fish sword.
1: I'm surprised it's not on your desk.
0: Well, unfortunately, because it is still needing to be tested, I'm not just the only one that's testing it. So it is locked up and has to be checked out when you... I have an idea. Yes.
3: You should summon Sir Reginald down here and like, take the sword out, of, whack him in the face see if his hair moves as a test.
0: We will discuss it. Um, Excellent. I don't want to keep you from your pressing matters, so have safe travels, and I will be here when you return. Hopefully, I will have also more information of what you seek. And all your fingers. Yes. Well, how do you not enter the Mimics' Cage?
1: I actually was curious about that. Since we thought that they were ancient coins, was it from the fact of the type of ancient coins that they were, or were they mimicking the ancient coins? So that, like, Is there a way to tell when they're in the coin stage that they're a mimic? Now I'm going to be suspicious of every coin I come across.
0: Well, it seems as if they go into almost like a hibernation state and a certain amount of blood is required for them to move on to the next stage. So if you find a gold coin and it bites you, there's a chance you have a mimic.
1: Cause regular gold coins bite you. What's the other chance that it's not a mimic and it's not a coin and it still bites me?
0: Well, if it bites you, the best thing to do is view that it is hostile and stab it. Or if you're like young Defibulus here, shoot it.
1: Sounds good. I happen? wonder if I
0: could load a mimic coin into my I gun and shoot it. I was
1: just going to ask that. What would happen if you shot it out of your rifle?
3: I think you have more of a fascination with guns. Uh, just as much of a fascination with guns as I do.
1: Yeah, but they're too loud. They hurt my ears.
3: I'm trying to find a way to make them quiet.
1: That's fair. And now you're giving Clyde a boomstick? I'm just going to bite earmuffs.
3: His is going to be louder than mine.
1: Oh, thanks for the warning. You're welcome head back to our
0: home. So as you guys settle in for the night and prepare to leave on your mission to check on Defibulus's family friend, we are going to end this episode here. Well, my friend, it seems as if with Clyde polishing up his armor. Kalila and Fibulus making a quick stop over in the Institute of Extraplanar Studies. The team will leave in the morning to ensure the safety of Defibulous's family friends. Well, me friends, until next time, may the dice gods bless you your every role. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email, What Pod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, Please share us with your friends and rate and review us.